What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Seven Figure Flipping Podcast. This is Bill Allen. On the last podcast episode, I talked about the book that I just got finished writing and is about to come out called The Seven Figure Flipping Underground. And on this episode, I want to dive a little bit deeper into that book. I might even jump into a couple of the chapters of it. And I want to talk about what you should expect to get after reading that. Like, what is it? Like, why should you get it? What are you going to get from it? And how is it going to help you transform your self, your mindset, and your business? My name is Bill Allen, and I'm the leader of a group of elite house flippers and wholesalers called Seven Figure Flipping. We don't brag or show off our success, but instead let integrity and stewardship be our guide. We are dedicated to helping people unlock the freedom they desperately need. If you ask other real estate investors, they will say to keep your secrets quiet. But we believe in abundance, not scarcity. And that's why we are the elite. We are Seven Figure Flipping, and this podcast is our playbook. What is going on, everybody? I am still like on cloud nine from this book, Seven Figure Flipping Underground. And I want to read the subtitle here to you guys. How expert real estate investors find hidden properties, negotiate the best deals, and build profitable businesses. So if you guys have seen the cover, somebody kind of shared it on social media and stuff like that, you'll see I wanted this image on the cover of this book to be this like dark cavernous place in like the in an underground dungeon with a huge safe. And inside that safe are all of the, all this information, all these secrets, all this knowledge. And you're on the outside of the safe kind of looking in to break in and crack into that safe and try to figure out what's in there. And what's in there is everything inside of this book. When you open this book, you are opening the safe to all of the knowledge and information that I have learned over the last six or seven years from all of my mentors and all the people that taught me all the things that I've been able to do. And I wanted to put it all inside this book. Like I held nothing back. Everything that I use right now, all the strategies and things like that, that have helped our, my company, Blackjack, and a bunch of other companies out there making millions and millions of dollars and just put it in this book that we're giving away for free. Okay. So that's the kind of concept behind it. That's the, the reason for the image. Some people after the last one, they asked like, uh, how'd you come up with that? Why does it look this way? What's the concept? So um, when you open this book, it's like opening the safe and everything inside of it is all the information that you need to build and run a profitable business. So inside of here, there's, uh, you know, I was a paying member of seven figure flipping of this mastermind group, the altitude group that we have for years before buying the company and becoming a coach and all that stuff. And I, what I realized is all the people that taught me that everything is shared openly uh, everything that they're doing to allow me to bring it into my business, add it on as, as things shifted and changed and, and time changed, I realized that they're continuously sharing all this information and knowledge and we're working together to figure out how to, uh, how to figure out what's next, right? What's next in our business, what's next in the market, what's coming up next. And so what I wanted to do is I wanted to share all of those things with you. And so this is a compilation of not just all the information that I know and the things that I've learned and that I put into practice, but um, all of the people who helped me get there and all the people that I'm still surrounded by right now that are helping me navigate this business, seven figure flipping and the real estate business right now. So in my lending business and all the other things that we're doing in the marketing sales and business building strategy, kind of operational side of things. So every business is just that marketing sales and operations. So this gets into a ton of tactics. And I think the thing that people are struggling with the most um, number one is, is how to find more leads and deals at this current moment right now, right? So what we, we've been talking about as a company and as a team, and, 
and figuring out what to do. A lot of people are going from maybe their market, which is really saturated, expensive, very large, to a smaller sub-market where they can see better pricing, whether they're holding uh, rental properties, they're doing Airbnbs, they're, um, or they're, they're wholesaling or they're flipping in a, in a, a sub-market. And so they're shifting that, or they're trying to adjust their marketing strategies to make sure that their returns are high enough and they're not just wasting money on marketing. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to kind of like open up this top marketing strategies here. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that because um, I, I go into in the beginning, it's a lot of like trying to figure out what this business is. And then we talk about the real estate ecosystem, which is really important to me. It's this the way that all the real estate investors need to work together and think about that, and how you how your part plays and how you can add value to other people and, and the marketplace uh, to make money. And then uh, un uncovering the hidden, like choosing your market, like where should you go? Sub-market, uh, large um, metro markets and things like that. I talk about that. And then uncovering the hidden deal, which is uh, kind of cool to tell a story about um, a specific deal of ours that was kind of crazy. And to understand the, the value and the concept of finding off-market properties. You can market directly to sellers and find off-market properties at a deep discount. You will never have to worry about making money, regardless of what you do. Whether you're wholesaling the house, flipping the house, buying this Airbnb, it's a it's a rental property for you. Whatever it is, if you can master that, the art of that, and understand and actually believe that that's possible, if you're just getting started, to believe that you can buy a house for fifty cents on the dollar and the seller is happy and crying at the closing table, you can actually believe that and understand it and see. All of, the, all of the other examples that we talk about in this book to show you that it's possible and change your beliefs, then you can figure out how to build a business and be successful and make more money. So, and then we go into the top marketing strategies. Then we start talking about lead intake and things like that. So I'm going to open this up to page 93 for the marketing strategies and hit some high level stuff for you guys. So uh, what I talk about is the top marketing strategies that, that I've used. And we talk about direct mail in here. A lot of people say that direct mail is dead. We still do a bunch of direct mail business. You just have to know how to do it and how to do it right. And I talk about these three things in direct mail. So for direct mail marketing to be effective, three things need to happen. And that's kind of what I want to cover today. And uh, it really goes for anything. Uh, direct response marketing is what we're talking about. And it could be anything that you're doing. It doesn't just have to be direct mail. It could be uh, text messaging. It could be... Uh, anything that you're going out and trying to get a response or a listening response from somebody, right? This just happened to be very specific direct mail. So there must be a clear call to action, CTA, right? So it's a clear instruction that elicits a response. What do you want the person to do when they get your mail? In? Again, there are multiple options. You could tell the person to visit your website or ask them to call a number, fill out a form. And that CTA should be obvious and clear, not lost in a bunch of text or graphics. I typically ask people to call so my lead intake team can immediately set up an appointment. So for you, think about it. What are you putting on your card? A bunch of pictures? Is a bunch of text? Is the call to action lost there? Is it bright and bold and big call to action? Is your phone number the same size font as everything else? Do you have so much writing on the card that nobody is going to sit down and read it? They're going to glance at it and throw it in the trash. What does it say? We, you know, quick story. When we, if we go back in time to when uh, a couple of years ago, we were trying this, this other card, this thing that had like, it, it almost looked like a coupon card. It had a lot of all the benefits and like our process. We took them through our process of how we close really fast, the benefit to them and all that stuff. And then we had these urgent houses wanted like this big, like a CTA, this big bright thing that's like right in your face. It's huge. It's like, there's a problem here and it draws you in. The phone number's really big. Call us now, that kind of stuff. And we split tested those two. And what we found was the one with the big bright call to action, which was 
the thing that just about everybody sends. It's, it's, it looks boring. The other one was beautiful. It was glossy. I was like, man, this is awesome. This is going to kill. Well, the other one out, outperformed it by like three to one. And it's because it had a big, big, bright, bold call to action, like in your face call to action. And it was right there. So in marketing, you've got to have this call to action. One of my mentors, Russell, he talks about book story offer, right? You got to have a hook to bring people in. So in the very beginning of my podcast, what I try to do is I try to hook people to say, oh, that sounds interesting. I want to listen to that. And so I, I sit down, I think about what can I say? What can, how can I say it? These kind of things to hook somebody in, to come in, to listen to the rest of the show, right? And so that's really important. So having that hook, that call to action, that big, bright CTA is important on your card. Okay, number two thing. The mailing must be sent to the right person. So direct mail is only as good as your list. Remember, the most critical factor in your marketing success is having a targeted list to begin with. And earlier on in the book, I talk in very detail about the list, like how important the list is and how to get it. The smaller your budget, the more niche your list should be. This way, you can allocate your resources to the market you know the best. If you have a large budget, you can cast a wider net and send mail to more leads. Okay, so we got a big call to action. We got a good list that we know has a high likelihood that the potential sellers on the list are motivated. So whatever that list may be, and I go into very uh, detailed different types of lists that you can get here as we go further along in the book, but um, you've got to have a good list. Without that, it is... A lot of people say, oh, I'm not getting the number of calls I get I'm, that I should be getting. I'm not getting the the, the ratio of, of calls to uh, cards I sent out is just too low. My response rate's horrible. Uh, my conversion rate's bad, all this stuff. It, so we can go all the way upstream to the very first thing is, where are you marketing? What, where, how are you pulling the list? What are the filters? All those things. And uh, then the last one is that person must read it. So big call to action doesn't matter if they're not going to read it, right? So if you're sending a letter instead of a postcard and they never open the letter, you're never getting in front of your audience, regardless of how much money you spend on this big, beautiful letter, right? Got to get somebody to open it. You got to get somebody to read it. So your mailer is useless if no one reads it. This is why I prefer to mail postcards. The recipient doesn't have to open an envelope to view them. Even if they don't read the text, by the fourth or fifth time they receive a postcard, they'll start to notice my company logo. Postcards have the added benefit of being less expensive. Of course, you can go to the other route, handwritten letters, which tend to be more intriguing to the recipient, and as a result, are more likely to get opened and read. They can also help build trust. If it takes too long to write the letters, go with a printed letter, but pay your kids or somebody else to hand address the envelopes. You want to get them to open. Choose an invitation-style envelope so it looks personal. Like I said, there are countless ways to tweak your mail strategy, test a few out and see what works best for you. Call to action. Sending to the best list. Sending to the right people, right? And then they got to read it. So those are the biggest things, I think, in direct mail that screw people up. It seems obvious and it seems um, very easy to change and adjust, right? But earlier on, I talked about how our niche demographic, the people that we're sending them to, typically do read their mail. The older folks, like, who's your avatar? Who are the people that you sold 80% of your last 100% of houses you did, who you bought houses from, the sellers? Who are they? Are they 60 to 70 years old? Are they... 30 to 40 years old? Have they owned a house for 30 years or have they only owned a house for two years? What do they look like? Who is your avatar? Who's the, who are those people? And then start figuring out what they do. We are in the phone book era of people that are selling houses to us primarily. So they read their mail and they even keep it with their important documents. I have like a, a little bit of a hack in here and stuff like that that we talked about. So um, that's a little bit about marketing. A lot of those things, I think that I tell a story in here also that that stopped me 
from list building is it was too confusing. Like, there's so many people out there that are talking about, oh, use this, use this, use this to build your list. Oh, get your list from here or add this filter or only, only if they've owned their house for 10 years or more or only market to people who own their house for five or 10 years or only market to people who have an average value of home between 200 and 300,000. Like uh, only, only market to non-owner occupied or well, own, own, only to owner occupied that are over 60 years old or all of these things, right? And it's confusing. And what happens is we get into this analysis paralysis stuff. So I know this book is coming out in a couple of weeks and I want you to get a hold of it. But since, since we're still editing it, editing it and we're still setting everything up for it, and I don't even have a place that you can go to buy it right now. What I want to do is I want to dive deeper into this. I want to take you guys through a five-day challenge that I'm going to put together on marketing and build and figuring out what your market is, identifying a market, and figuring out how to build this marketing blueprint. Like how to build, be able to after what I want you to do is after five days, I want you guys to be able to know where the market is that you're going to go to. Know exactly how to pull the right list, not just any list, but the right list. And then know the right marketing strategy for you to launch and how to do it and exactly what you're going to do. So you can press go after five days and send out marketing or whatever channel you're going to use, whether it's direct mail or cold calling or text messaging or whatever. You're going to know what suits you the best and all the tips that I have for you on that, that are right here in this book that I'm going to give to you over these five days so that you can have that marketing blueprint for you and your business. And I, you've got to hang out with me live. I've never done this before. I'm doing it for the first time inside of a private Facebook group that we put together for you guys. All you have to do is click the link in the, uh, the description here. So the show notes will have it. The email link will have it. Um, and we're, we're just getting ready to launch this and we're going to start it on August 16th. So if you're listening to this in just a couple weeks, we are going to roll right into this five-day challenge. And I'm hoping that we'll be done with the book right after that so you can grab it for the follow-on techniques and things that you need from that challenge. So just go to the link right there. Join me in the five-day challenge. And don't just sign up for this and not attend. Like join the Facebook group, attend with us live, be there with me, and, uh, and, and interact with me. Ask questions. I'll answer them. Throw out different uh, cities to start analyzing from the beginning. Like I don't want to go into this with it all prepared, this beautiful like PowerPoint. I've got it all figured out. I want you to go through this with me. I'm going to go through it with you, just like you're dropping me in anywhere USA on the corner of the city with no money in my pocket, and all I have is a phone and a computer internet connection. And I'm going to figure out how to go in there, how to get some information, and how to launch my marketing plan if I was going into a new city not knowing anything. So. And maybe that's you, or maybe you want to go into a new market. Maybe you're an experienced investor and you want to go into a new market. And this would be a great way to figure out how to go into your next virtual market or expand your business. And if you're brand new, this is going to be perfect for you. You're going to get ready to, uh, to roll out whatever marketing plan and get, take, get into action, the, uh, like get past all the inaction that's been happening because there's so much confusing information and knowledge out there. I will say that I am a data nerd. I love looking at information and data. And you're going to see, I'm going to use all that to formulate a strategic plan that I would roll out if I was going into another city. And who knows, maybe we'll find one that I really love and we will go in there, we'll see. So uh, click the link in the show notes here, click the link in the email, click the link on our social media channel, wherever you're watching this or listening to this, um, and they're there. If you get confused, you don't know where to look for it, uh, just send us an email, info at sevenfigurecooking.com and we'll get it to you. Um, or you can respond to the email if you can't find the link, stuff like that that we sent this out on. Uh, and until next time, if you wanna join our email list and you're not on it, what are you doing? Go to sevenfigurecooking.com, jump on our email list, 
Um, if you can't find it there or you just get completely lost, just send us an email at info at sevenfigurepoker.com. We'll make sure that you're on it and you get all of our stuff and uh, you're included in all these free resources and things that we're doing. So this challenge is 100% free. You jump in with me, spend five days with me. I've never done this before. I don't know that I'll ever do it again, but I want you to be there with me when I, when I do it. So I'll see you guys in the next podcast. Have a great day. Um, enjoy your weekend or whatever day it is that you're listening to this in the future. And uh, I'll see you guys on the next one. Bye.